Welcome to The Edge and Beyond, a podcast by Intel, where we're making sense of use cases across industries such as retail, banking, hospitality, and education. You're going to hear tech considerations, best practices, how-tos, and recommendations. It's all here on To The Edge and Beyond. Hello and welcome to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries. Brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things group. In this episode, we're going to discuss deploying edge technology to convenience stores cost effectively, trending use cases and the innovation enabled by Intel's Internet of Things group. I'm your host, Shelby Skirhawk. And today I'm joined by Kristen Call, Intel America's IoT sales specialist, and John Claffin, Intel's IoT marketing manager for the convenience store industry. Kristen and John, welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you, Shelby. So when we discuss the convenience store industry, you know, an owner's first thought may not be bleeding edge technology adoption and implementation. So Kristen, I understand that you have an early background in convenience stores. So can you tell me about that personal connection and share the challenges and trends that stores face in the convenience store industry today. You know, I would agree with that statement probably a year ago, Shelby, that that bleeding edge technology is not on the forefront. And I think this last year really shifted that. We're starting to see a lot more of the industry diving into how to make their businesses smarter. You know, when I started convenience stores, I date myself, but uh, I actually had to walk out to the pump, uh, take the reading off of the pump, and then go uh, to my calculator to figure out how much gas we sold that day. <laughs> so that was a long time ago. Um, and and I watched the, the C-store industry evolve. And 2020 has, has just been exciting year for me to watch. And just, I think they're really bringing their best foot forward and overcoming maybe the fear of technology. And just, I think they're just, a lot of them are diving right into it. So I think it's super exciting. And so what is your background? I mean, I, uh, you mentioned the walking out to those pumps. <laughs> so I, my, I grew up in the C-store industry. My family started, my grandfather started a convenience store in the early 1900s. He actually started with barrels of fuel in the back of his truck and he would drive to farmers and drop off their this fuel for their tractors and things like that and that's how he got started and i personally worked in the industry for over 10 years and uh, so i started as a clerk and worked my way up as a supervisor so uh, you know managing multiple stores and all of the different challenges from managing people to managing um, the technology. And really, that was my first insight to technology. And I'm like, hey, I kind of like the technology part of things. And so I I delve more into that. So, you know, firsthand real experience uh, at the C-Store level. Well, John, you too have an interesting background uh, with nearly a decade in the U.S. Army Special Forces. But in your 20 years at Intel, you've seen how technology can create real solutions for for businesses. I think um, a real solution we're all interested in is how to make shopping safer during a pandemic. So how can technology and more specifically IoT create safe ways to not only pay, but 
shop within the convenience store industry? You know, I have seen quite a transformation, um, not just in, in the convenience store space, but uh, part of my role at Intel is just supporting all of our retail activities. So we've seen the proliferation of edge computing, computer vision, and artificial intelligence in, in the retail industry. Um, as well as, is Internet of Things, where, you know, we, we make devices smart and connected. Um, there's, there's a tremendous amount of intelligence out there that we're helping retailers process and turn into valuable business insights. Um, with regard to safety, you know, what we're seeing a lot of is, um, service providers offering retailers, uh, enhancements for their associates, such as, temperature monitoring where we can actually read read the temperature of uh, customers entering the store and, and alert them if someone is running a fever um, density monitoring and people counting um, when I look at the convenience store space specifically um, they have challenges that other stores don't and, and they don't have a lot of associates on hand compared to some of the big box retailers so so it's not feasible for them. Uh, to put a couple associates at the entrance and exits to count customers where, um, you know, we've got partners who, who can do that. And that's uh, something we're seeing uh, a lot of adoption in the industry. Now, you take, you take that safety piece um, and marry it with new customer expectations. So you talk about the last 20 years that I've been working at Intel, focusing on retail, and you think about the transformation of shopping uh, has been astounding. You know, when was the last time you spent all day or several days driving around town looking for a particular product? Now, if we can't have it at our doorstep in 24 hours where our expectations are not met. Um, so the other part of safety that we're seeing is, is the frictionless and the touchless part of shopping that customers are demanding. Whereas, uh, you know, we have technology that enables drive-through solutions payment, frictionless payment solutions so that customers don't have to actually interact um, with services that could conduct germs, uh, for example. So, Kristen, when we're talking about implementing an edge platform and investing IT dollars, what are the different use cases for edge technology in a convenience store? And what business problems can it help solve? Yeah, so convenience stores are, are a life of their own. They have a lot of challenges that other industries don't have, and they also have a lot of opportunities um, to do things in ways that other industries uh, made mistakes doing <laughs> up front. So the first part is, you know, being uh, where they're at, where they, they weren't always uh, implementing solutions and I've worked with companies that have had hundreds and hundreds of solutions and uh, they may only have used um, you know a few of those uh, you know after implementation but what they have the opportunity to do is um, uh, with these IOT platforms is instead of you know I want a solution to do X and a solution that does Y and then once those two those solutions are implemented they don't talk together they don't share data you know they're very disparate and uh, standalone and that can 
do a couple things. It, it can increase, increase costs because when you want to be able to do different use cases, you either have to now bring in a whole another solution again, or you have to pay for an integration. And so for this, you know, in the C stores, the industry itself uh, is made up of a lot more smaller uh, operators than large companies, right? And so when you're trying to implement for technology over 200 stores, that could cost a lot more than if you're doing thousands of stores. So having this IoT platform, the whole basis is to um, be able to make your store smarter and in the c store space they have a lot of things you know they've got uh, pumps they've got cameras they've got um doors they've got coolers they've got uh registers they've got all of these things in their stores and then if you can make them smarter it can give you insights and also build customer um, journeys so you can enhance that customer experience. You know, the click and collect, the loyalty, the delivery services, the drive-throughs, all those different types of things that they're implementing. While they are specific for those use, case, use cases, bringing all the data together can really enhance that customer experience. Let me, let me jump in for a second. And I really want to kind of hammer the point home for taking data and turning it into business intelligence. Um, we know a lot of retailers struggle with, um, with just unlimited amounts of data. And Internet of Things devices are very good at capturing that data, capturing bits and pieces of information. But what the Edge platform gives them the power to do is turn data into, into business intelligence. We want to um, associate customer shopping behaviors with promotions, with inventory, with store operations, um, and, and having it all run through the same process gives your, your platform the ability to tie all that data together. <clears throat> One of the key differentiators among the convenience store industry is, is their loyalty programs. And uh, they leverage loyalty programs heavily um, to maintain and attract their customer base um, their, their key demographics that they're catering to and being able to tie that loyalty program to everything else that's in your store, in your retail environment, um, really gives them new insights into what their customers need, what their customers' expectations are, um, et cetera, and then let them take it from there. There's, there, there has been some disillusion with, with technology. Um, solutions and the convenience store industry being late adopters have the benefit of, of learning, like Kristen said, learning from other retailers. For example, um, we sponsored a experiment in Atlanta where uh, uh, it was a retail location that just happened to have a small bar in the, uh, in the store to attract customers. And the experiment went from a pegboard menu above the bar to a uh, static content digital sign to a dynamic content digital sign. And uh, what what we found was with the proper content, and this is all catered to a specific demographic, meaning depending on if a, a male was in front of the sign, it would play a certain content for a specific product catered to what they believe a male or a female, it would be different content. The, uh, the specific content that was catered for the male audience was a old fashioned, their signature old fashioned. And that con that digital content uplifted sales by 800%. 
And it, I, I'm telling you, the, the, the display was compelling. I watched it online. And for three months, I could not wait for the day that I got to Atlanta and I got to order one for myself. It was, it was very cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but the, the retailer still has to do the work in, in the, um, the content that they opted to play for the female audience, um, actually showed no difference. You, you have to still know your customer and you have to, um, you have to do the work to ensure that you're providing them with the product and services that they desire. But what the edge platform does is gives you all that insight. So not only can you target your audience um, with specific promotions, but it also gives you a lot of feedback on how well your promotions are doing, which is a lot of time our marketing folks don't get. Yeah. And, and a little bit about that, the, the whole reason to do an artificial intelligence um, implementation is, you know, as humans, we only, we, we see a lot and we're smart, but when you put it into a, um, an engine to spit out some new insights, that's exactly what it should be, right? It's going to see things that we don't always see, and it should uh, bring in new insights about our customers, about, you know, the traffic patterns, about what sold, what didn't sold at what time and where they were at. And, and that takes, uh, data from multiple locations. And if you have the right platform, it makes it a lot easier to bring all the, that data together versus bringing it all the way back into a data lake and then uh, combining that data through, you know, queries or something like that. So having that artificial intelligence uh, a part of your game plan can be a huge advantage. Right. It's being able to, instead of just basically dump all of this data up in the cloud, it's being able to keep it locally, but put some intelligence there to, I guess, start to analyze that data, right? Well, we really haven't, you know, really keyed in on about the edge platform is, is bandwidth. And if you've got, you know, as convenience store operators adopt new smart connected devices, um, it's not feasible to be sending everything up through the cloud. You'll tie up the bandwidth, especially when we talk about video. Um, so by having that edge platform and giving each store location the power to do the inferencing on the video on site, you're only sending key critical pieces of information up and maintaining your bandwidth um, uh, flexibility uh, rather than continuously tying it up by trying to send everything up to the cloud. That's, I mean, that's a very important um, power for the retailer. Yeah, that's not only saves cost on, on having to buy that bandwidth, but, um, you know, we always, retailers have a lot of data, but they don't want to sift through all of it, right? So if you could make it actionable when it needs to be actionable, leaving that data within the four walls makes much more sense than taking everything back to the cloud. So those are other ways that they can save money. So we've talked about bandwidth as an important consideration but what else is important to remember when selecting a scalable and flexible edge platform? Bandwidth is, uh, ask anyone who's ever done a industry trade show about bandwidth. And, uh, you know, bandwidth is not your, your first consideration until you run out of it. And uh, then nobody likes standing in front of a, a bunch of press while their device can't connect because there's so much going on at the show. So, so it's more of a case of instance of reliability, right? So, so the more processing we do on the edge, we, we exclude a source of variation in the reliability of our devices and our solutions. 
I also talk about security. You know, the less um, information and data that we need to send outside of that store location, the less we have to worry about securing it, which is uh, you know a huge priority for retailers. Um, so when you when you think about it that way, um, in, in addition to the cost savings that Kristen mentioned. Um, just knowing that your customers are going to get the experience that you intend for them when you intend it um, is, is really key about having an edge platform. And I think another key uh, factor with technology itself is uh, the last thing you want to know is you're actually dealing with technology, right? And the, and the moment you know you're dealing with technology is when it's offline. And so if you have a system that can uh, be contained and not dependent on an internet connection or having to go back to a cloud, and that happens, right? Power goes out. Well, if the power goes out, you're kind of screwed anyway. But if the power, if uh, your internet uh, is choppy or it goes down, you're not dependent on your operations still running. Uh, you can still uh, You can still run your business as usual and your customers are not uh, impacted by it. So what role does Intel play in this space? And what other key tech considerations should IT teams consider when implementing this, this edge technology? Yeah, I think some of the things that they should be thinking about that Intel's really um, taking an active role in is 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 open source technology so that when you buy or when you invest in an in IoT platform that the device services and things are open sourced, right? So there's some standards around it. You're not locked in. They uh, can, uh, you know, change devices out if they want to. And, uh, you know, that really provides a lot more flexibility uh, having those open source standards. So Intel puts in a lot of time and effort. Uh, you know, open source technologies like Edge X. There, we also have a what we call an Edge Software Hub that can, takes um, multiple sources of open open source technologies and combines them together. So it's one contain uh, what we call a container, uh, which is just a um, a solution, a way to package up a solution, and all of that's there for depending on who you are. Uh, if you're an ISV, it's a great way to accelerate a solution. If you're um, just wanting to understand what you, sh what you should look for when you're doing a POC for retailers, do the research, you know, look at what's available and then you can ask your uh, ISV um, solution provider, are you using these things because they're important to you? So those are some thing things to consider. Um, Intel's also has an initiative called the Open Retail Initiative, and that's where they're encouraging our partners to engage in these types of activities as well. So, John, to piggyback on what Kristen was saying about what Intel is doing in this space, uh, what opportunities exist uh, to partner with Intel to develop edge solutions and technology? Um, so, so as part of our Internet of Things group that I'm a, that I belong to, um, you know, we manage an ecosystem of partners. Um, we also work directly with retailers to understand what their needs and their priorities are. Um, so, so we do a lot of ecosystem enabling, right? We've got a, a tremendous amount of partners, and we're constantly looking for more partners with new capabilities, um, so that so that retailers can come to us 
basically with with whatever whatever problems they're trying to solve or their needs, um, and we make it quick, easy, and painless for them to find really solid uh, solution providers that can meet their needs and exceed their expectations. Um, you know, we mentioned the convenience store industry specifically being somewhat of a late adopter for technology. And, and there's some very, very good reasons for that. You know, they have very limited budgets to, to spend. And when I do get to work with convenience store retailers, they want to see proven return on investment up front before they're really considering a lot of technology solutions. Um, and like Kristen mentioned, being late to the late adopters gives them that opportunity to learn from, um, from other uh, solutions that have been uh, um, brought into different retail locations. But what, what Kristen and I are, are constantly advising them to do is focus on the foundation. You know, focus on that, that connected edge platform first. Ensure that you budget in flexibility and scalability for the future because you don't need to adopt every single solution at the same time. Um, you can wait. You can pilot um, a lot of these uh, retailers that I'm working with. You know, they they do extensive pilots um, before they roll things out. But if you have that foundation, if you've got that edge platform, you don't have to worry about the cost of um, implementation for your new solutions as you're ready to adopt. Um, your 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 platform is ready to take them as as necessary. And John, in that uh, convenience store in Atlanta, was the old fashioned just marketed differently for females or, or was there a different drink altogether or something <laughs> pink and frilly? I, I hope it was a pink drink, but you never know. I like old fashions. <laughs> so. No, no it, it was actually uh, what it was is they believed that the male audience would be more interested in old fashioned and they picked a completely different drink for the female audience that just wasn't that popular. Um, the, and this is where I say technology is not magic. You know, technology can make a decision on what content to play for very specific audience with, um, you know, Chris had mentioned a lot of things that Intel's doing to help enable the market. And there's another thing that we've got, which is called OpenVINO. Um, which is a computer vision accelerator and it really helps, um, do computer vision workloads with the minimum amount of processing power, um, which makes it very affordable for our retailers. But, you know, we can, we can give a lot of information about demographics of audience, behaviors of audience, but it's still up to that retailer to decide what actions to take. Uh, the artificial intelligence can, can provide feedback to them, but we, now there's still a huge human element um, in terms of what needs to be done to cater to your customer. And that's one of the things that we found out in this experiment um, is that they, they knew their male audience very well and they didn't know the female audience quite so well. But again, by taking data and turning it into business intelligence, we can provide that information back to the retailer in a very, very short order. Um, and in a lot of cases, in a very easy, understandable dashboard um, so that they can continuously fine tune their operations. When you think about marketing groups in the past, you know, that what, what data do they have coming back to them other than sales? Um, and, you know, when you look about the whole path to purchase, there is a lot of information and decision making that happens up until that sale happens or doesn't happen. 
Um, again, with Internet of Things, smart connected devices, um, and artificial intelligence, we can give them a huge spectrum of business intelligence to help guide their operations. And I think some of the advice for uh, some of our uh, ISV providers too, I, I speak with uh, industry leaders in the convenience store often, and one of the um, the feedback from them is, you know, when you're, we're talking to operators, uh, they want, you know, back to that ROI, you know, speak their language. You know, how many candy bars do I need to sell in order to get a, a return on investment? Um, because they, you know, they're all about volume. And so when we can get into their shoes, when we can really get into their mindset, uh, I think that's a win for everyone. And, you know, solutions should provide an ROI, but sometimes it's hard. Uh, they're soft ROIs or they're, you know, it's not a, a, a hardcore number. And um, so you have to work together, especially um, as the business is typically farther, further away from technology. So that t- kind of a- uh, engagement, I think, is highly valuable. Yeah, Kristen, Kristen t- uh, touches on a very, very key topic. And, and Kristen and I have been working together on this C-Store industry for a couple of years now. And, you know, part of our job is to really understand that end retailer, right? The end cons- uh, customer um, and ensure ensure that we provide them what they're looking for. And that within our ecosystem that we're, we're attracting and recruiting partners that have the solutions that they need. Um, you know, one size does not fit all in retail. And within the convenience store industry, you know, we, we take the extra time to really understand, just like Kristen said, not only their lingo, but their prevalent issues that they're having to face, challenges that they have, um, trends in the industry. Obviously, the the thing that's on every um, convenience store retailer's mind right now is the EMV payment compliance, um, which that the the deadline for that had been pushed due to COVID, but it's rapidly approaching. And um, rather than Again, we're trying to advise them as, as best we can that, that rather than think about point solutions um, or you just keep adding a new box in your back room and a new box on top of it for each solution. <clears throat> Again, back to that foundation. Start with the edge and then tie in all of your technology um, solutions that you do implement into it because sooner or later you just run out of space and it's costly. Intel uses this word workload consolidation that doesn't always resonate in the industry. So it's more of application consolidation. So so that is also comes along for the ride when you have an edge platform. Uh, back office space in a convenience store is was not built to be a server hosting location. Uh, and so smaller footprints not at all. <laughs> uh, um, and big workloads with a small format is really important for them. Kristen Cole and John Claffin, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. Thank you. And finally, how can listeners reach out if they want to learn more? They can reach me uh, via email, uh, kristen.call at intel.com or via uh, LinkedIn. And I am at LinkedIn as well, John Claffin, K-L-A, F is in Frank, I-N, or they can email me at j-o-h-n dot F is in Frank dot K-L-A, F is in Frank, I-N at intel.com. Well, and I want to thank our audience for tuning in to The Edge and Beyond, the series that makes sense of use cases across industries, brought to you by the Intel IoT Group. To hear the latest thought leadership from Intel's Internet of Things Group, subscribe to be notified of every new episode. 
Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I'm Shelby Skirhawk.